eco-friendly living. For a lot of people out there, it can seem like a daunting task, one with so many options and paths that you actually end up feeling overwhelmed and confused rather than inspired and ready to take action. It's hard enough living life today without adding another thing to your plate. That's why I'm here to help. I'm here to pull you out of the societal norms of materialism and overconsumption. I talk about sustainable living, but also things like motherhood, mindfulness, and intentional living. Things that overall help you live a happier, simpler, more eco-friendly life by making small changes in your habits, your mindset, and your home. This is Kayla Rogers, and you are listening to the Unrooted Mama Podcast. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the podcast. So I've been trying to brainstorm and obviously we're like 82, 83 episodes in now um, and that's a lot. So I've been trying to think of like a lot of new content and just what I think could help the people that I know are listening out there. Um, Because like I've said a lot in the podcast, even if I'm just helping one person like live more eco-friendly or live a little bit simpler or more happier or more intentional, then I will feel like my job here is done. So I've really just kind of been sitting with myself and um, imposter syndrome is definitely kicking in lately also because we just moved into our house about a month and a half ago and we're still getting unpacked. We're still getting settled into the house. So I'm really not dedicating as much time as I would hope to eco-friendly living and you know, sustainability and stuff. I feel like I'm taking very small baby steps, which of course that's what I teach on my podcast, like everything in small steps. But for some reason when I am doing it and I am not feeling like I'm moving a million miles an hour towards my goal, like if I'm not plummeting towards my goal, I feel like I'm doing nothing. So it's been very hard to try to think of content, especially when it comes to eco-friendly living that I know could help you out there. Because as soon as I start brainstorming about any of it, my brain just like shuts down. (laughs) But there is something that throughout all of this, throughout the chaos of moving and well, I guess maybe not like the specific moving, but like from the transition to one house to another, you know, having a new baby, like throughout all of it, there is one thing that has been consistent when it comes to eco-friendly and low-waste living, something that is not really thrown off course by anything and something that I have to do as a parent and just a person who lives in a house every day. And that is cleaning, which I know if you're listening to this, you're probably a mom or, you know, a person that has kids and lives in a house. And, you know, there's a chance that you are tired of cleaning. You probably just got done doing the dishes or you have maybe like two or three loads of laundry on your cute velvet chair that's in your bedroom and supposed to be for you to sit and read on. And instead it's just turning into mountain of laundry that you need to fold and you just don't want to fold. <coughs> cough, cough, me. But yeah, you are probably just as tired of thinking about cleaning and actually cleaning as I am. However, this is something that affects like our life day to day. So today's episode is all about eco-friendly cleaning hacks. And I guess just like in general, an eco-friendly cleaning routine. And again, I feel like I've been really dropping the ball when it comes to a lot of aspects of eco-friendly living that I hoped I would be further along with at this point in my life, just like right now currently. However, this is one thing that I've never really dropped the ball on. And for that, I just feel like there's something to say to that. I feel like even if you're going through a really stressful time in your life, 
and, or you're going through a transition period, or you just are really busy and you have a lot going on. If it's like kind of a busy season, this is something that you're going to have to do anyway, every single day. So this, if you can make a little bit of a swap or even just shift things, like use what you have still, but in a different way in order to be better for the environment and lower waste, like why not? You know, so I'm going to share with you guys, my eco-friendly cleaning routine, what I personally use, and just a couple ways that you can make super small changes in your cleaning routine that will not only save you money, but also help you live a little more eco-friendly and low waste. So let's get started. The first part of this that I want to talk about is laundry. I actually very recently fell down a rabbit hole about how to actually wash your laundry because growing up, like obviously I did chores and I did laundry and stuff, but it was always just like, you know, we had the detergent cup, we filled it up, you use that. However, I have recently been put on to the very hard to accept truth that most people use way too much soap in their laundry. So I always thought that there's like a one a half line and then the full line and the liquid detergent cups and in like the, you know, dry laundry soap cup that you use, the scooper or whatever, like there's always like lines. So I always just did it the fullest line because I was like, you know, obviously I want my clothes to be super clean. Well, apparently on average, you're supposed to use about two tablespoons of laundry detergent per load. So let me just like repeat that two tablespoons of laundry detergent, whether you use liquid detergent or like Tide powder, two tablespoons per load that you do. So when I first heard that, I was like, okay, obviously I'm doing literally everything wrong. So let's just see, you know, let's just see what else we can switch up. And I've never been one to use fabric softener. Like we didn't really use it in my house growing up. It's, I literally, I don't really even know what the point of it is except to make your clothes smell good. Um, But I also like learned about how bad most fabric softeners are not only for your clothes and for you because of how like toxic the ingredients are, including like the fragrances and some of just all, pretty much all of the ingredients in general in fabric softeners, but they can also like damage your clothes and your machines. And the same thing goes for dryer sheets. A lot of them have like a waxy substance, including like fragrances and different things like that, that can like clog different parts of your dryer and it gets attached to your clothes and can make them break down over time. So in general, there's a lot, I feel like when you go down the laundry aisle in the grocery store, there are so many different products thrown in our face that we have just kind of been taught is very normal. Like you have to use a cup of soap and the, you know, fabric softener and the dryer sheets and all of this. So I was kind of just trying to like figure out, okay, how can I just clean my clothes without all of this extra frill, without having to like spend $50 on laundry stuff every two weeks in order to like keep up with all these products that they say we have to have. So this is my kind of like laundry, I guess, I don't know, my eco-friendly laundry lineup in terms of like washing clothes and stuff that has been, I've been using for the past month or so and has been working very, very well for me. So typically I really like to use the brand called Drops. They are an eco-friendly, like very low waste company. That's just amazing. It's a lot better for the environment. And they have like little pods that are delivered in completely recyclable and compostable um, packaging. 
Their stuff always cleans both my dishes and my laundry really, really well. And I actually just placed an order like a few days ago that I should be getting in the mail any day now, like the first drops order that I've gotten in this house. And I think it was like $35 for 64 laundry pods and 64 dishwashing pods. So they're a really good deal and they're eco-friendly. So they are my number one favorite laundry soap. I'll actually leave a link for you guys in the comments. So if you want, you can get 25% off. So yeah, there's drops, which I absolutely love. And I also have been using Tide powder for probably like six or seven years when I'm not using drops. That's what I use. Um, honestly, the reason that I got into it is because of cloth diapering. I looked into the best kind of laundry soap to use to actually clean cloth diapers. And a ton of people said that Tide detergent powder was like one of the best things that you can use. So that's kind of been my go-to for, I don't know, probably six or seven years when I first started cloth diapering with my first. Um, and then again, like I used to go through the boxes so fast, but now like I've had the box of Tide powder since we moved into our house and it literally looks like I haven't even put a dent in it now that I know how much like detergent we are actually supposed to be using, which is again, only a couple tablespoons. So right now I'm using a, a kind of two tablespoons of the Tide powder. And then I also use distilled white vinegar. This is a really, really good option if you currently are using used to using fabric softener. Distilled vinegar, I know it like smells gross when you pour it in and it kind of smells weird as you're switching out your laundry, like taking everything out of the washer to put in the dryer too. But once your clothes are completely dried, you cannot smell the vinegar at all. And it's just really good at like getting out certain bacteria and just killing the nasty stuff in your laundry, including the smells. So I put vinegar in literally every single load of laundry that I do now, just because it's been working amazing so far. So I use the laundry detergent with about half a cup of vinegar. And I usually put it like where you are supposed to put bleach in the um, washing machine. And I don't know. I don't know if that's where you're supposed to put the vinegar, but it's been doing me good so far. So that's what I use. And then I also use wool dryer balls, which I feel like I've mentioned them like a hundred times on my podcast. You can pick them up at Walmart, Target, literally wherever, but they'll get like the static and whatever else the dryer sheets are supposed to get out, like wrinkles or whatever. Um, dryer balls work amazing and they're pretty easy to come by. So I definitely recommend you grabbing some if you don't have any wool dryer balls yet. And then the last thing when it comes to trying to like make your cleaning routine a little bit more eco-friendly when it comes to laundry is to try, if you have like a tap water setting on your washing machine, that's the best thing to use that will use the least amount of energy is just like, again, the tap water that comes straight out. So for me, I think I have a setting that says tap cold water. And I always use that because it doesn't like manipulate the temperature of the water going into the washing machine. Um, unless I'm doing something like our flour sack towels that I use to clean up around the kitchen with, or I have to clean something a little bit more heavy duty, then I will do like a warm or hot cycle. Um, but in general for like the normal loads, I do the tap cold water. And then I always try to do like low to medium heat because the lower amount of heat that you use, that's less energy that you are using for each load. So if you want to try to be a little bit more eco-friendly, try on medium heat next time instead of high heat. So after talking about laundry, which is the bane of my freaking existence for like 10 minutes, moving on. Um, so the next thing is like the actual cleaning. Um, if you are 
not new to my podcast, you're probably going to be so tired of hearing me talk about this, but my favorite thing to use for general cleaning is all-purpose cleaner. I have like a glass spray cleaning bottle. Um, I think I just bought a two-pack of them on Amazon, like the brown amber glass ones, and I use this with an all-purpose cleaner that I make from a concentrate. My two favorites are either using Castile soap, which I do probably like maybe like a fourth cup of Castile soap, and then I just fill the spray bottle up the rest of the way with water. Or my probably all-time favorite that I have used so far is the Thieves Cleaning Concentrate. Now, this is like an essential oil blend, and it started from like an MLM company, like an MLM essential oil company. However, there are a lot of dupes around, I will say. I just went to order like another container of it and it was like 40 something dollars for the small bottle that I had before on Amazon and I was like you know what I'm I'm not about that life like I want stuff for as cheap as I can get it and I also just am not a huge fan of MLMs if you are you know absolutely no judgment to you Um, it's just not really my thing so I actually follow this girl on Instagram that recommended an exact dupe for the Thieves Cleaning Concentrate on Amazon. I think it was like 15 or 16 bucks, and it is called Five Guards Cleaning Concentrate. And when I say it's an exact dupe, I mean like the ingredients are the exact same. Like I... It's pretty much the exact same thing, but just a different brand and like half the price. So you really can't beat that. Anyway, that has probably been my all-time favorite cleaner that I use. You only have to use like a capful of the cleaner, which is maybe a tablespoon-ish, and then you fill your spray bottle up the rest of the way with water, and it smells amazing. It disinfects like everything. So I use that as the all-purpose cleaner, and I use that for like counters, appliances, table, you know, my kid's high chair, literally everything. And then I typically always use, in place of paper towels, I use flower sack towels, which again, if you are not new to this podcast, you probably know exactly what that is by now. But if you are new to the podcast, you can buy them at Walmart or Target. Walmart is definitely my favorite place to get them because they sell them, I think, in five and ten packs. The five pack is maybe like four dollars and I think the 10 pack is only like eight bucks and they come in giant sheets like I think it's like 25 by 25 inches so I always I take the those the big squares and I cut them into fourths and then you literally have like if you get the five pack then you have like 20 little cloths that are perfect for cleaning up pretty much anything They are more absorbent after you wash them one or two times. So if you try to like wipe up a spill with them and you're like, okay, these are crap. It's not, you know, picking up any of this water. Just throw them in the, in with like any load of laundry that you do. And then they become a lot more absorbent. But again, after you wash them once, they are absolutely amazing at cleaning everything. I've had mine for like four ish years and they're still going strong. If you don't want to go out and buy something new, you can literally use anything. Like if you have old t-shirts, you can cut those up into squares and use those in place of paper towels. You can use like kitchen rags, washcloths, um, like microfiber towels. I highly suggest like, especially if you, again, if you don't want to go out and buy the flower sack towels, just find something that you can use around your house. Even if you have like a towel that is 
old and, you know, just ratty looking and you're thinking about throwing it away or whatever, you can literally cut that up into squares and use that to clean too. So if you're trying to save money um, with your cleaning routine and you're trying to get rid of paper towels, because again, they're not great for the environment and they're kind of just like a money suck when it, you don't really need them to be, um, then I, you know, you can kind of get creative with what you already have around your house. And there's nothing wrong with having a thing of paper towels. Like that's what right now up at the top of one of my cabinets, I have a single roll of paper towels for like if the dog pukes on the floor and I don't want to throw away one of my flower sack towels or if there's anything like really, really gross that we have to clean. Um, so I don't like, I don't think it's all or nothing, but for the general cleaning, I do highly recommend getting something that is reusable. Um, especially just because there are so many alternatives. Like if you want to spend the money, there are entire, I think they're called like unpaper towel sets where you can even like roll them into a paper towel holder. There are a ton of great options out there. Um, and again, you literally just throw them in the washer. So it's super easy. So the last thing that I'm going to talk about when it comes to like eco-friendly cleaning hacks are different appliances. So for some reason, a lot of people seem to think that washing dishes by hand is more eco-friendly than using your dishwasher. And I am just here to tell you that that is typically not correct. Um, using your dishwasher, which I don't, there's not a single person that I know that has a dishwasher and they're like, no, I'm going to wash every dish by hand because I feel like it. And because it might save a little bit of energy, <laughs> but you know, I, I'm just here to tell you that using your dishwasher is energy efficient, especially if you have a like newer machine that is like high efficiency and has different like eco-friendly settings and stuff, which a lot of them do nowadays. Um, but just make sure to run, wait until your dishwasher's full to run it. That way you are getting like maximum benefits from it and you're running it less often. Like, you know, running it once a day when it's completely full is better for the environment and better for your energy bill than running it twice when it's like almost halfway full. And then another thing you can do to make your um, dishwashing routine a little bit more eco-friendly is to not use the high temperature settings, which if you're like sanitizing certain things, then that you can't really get around that. But um, when it comes to like the heated dry or like the heated wash or high temp wash or something, if you turn those things off, obviously your dishes are still going to get clean, but it's going to use a little bit less energy and be better for the environment. And then the last little piece that I have in terms of the cleaning routine that's a little bit more eco-friendly and that I absolutely love is having a steam mop. Honestly, I don't know how I survived without one. Like we used to be a family that had one of those spin mops and I guess like that worked fine, just like, you know, the normal mopping. And then we also had a crossway for a while, which was the literal bane of my existence. I so many people loved the crosswave. I hated that thing so much. It did not clean my carpets literally at all. Like it did not clean my floors at all. Like maybe I got a defective one or maybe I wasn't using it the right way. I really have no idea, but I just felt like it missed the par on so many different occasions for being like a two to $300 machine. I was not impressed. That's when we decided to sell it and try a steam mop instead. I think we had just moved into our new house in North Carolina and we needed something to clean the floors and it one popped up on marketplace for like 10 bucks. And I was like, yeah, why not? Let's try it. And honestly, my life has been so changed ever since. 
So steam mops are amazing. Like you plug it into the wall. It takes probably 30 seconds to a minute to heat up, but it cleans and sanitizes your floors without any chemicals or cleaning products. It's literally just water in the mop. And the mop is kind of like um, a Swiffer in the sense that it has a cover that you just like put over the bottom of it, I guess. Um, And that bottom is washable. So I think when you buy a new one, it comes with like, two or three different like fabric covers for it, but you literally just heat it up and then it uses steam to clean your floors. It literally feels like you are at the spa as you are cleaning your house because there is actual like steam wafting up and it's, I don't know why, like it just might be a weird thing for me. However, it is literally the most satisfying chore I have ever done in my entire life. Like I would gladly sit there and steam mop my house every day, twice a day, because it is just so, so it's it's like such a pleasant experience. But I digress, like, you know, I'm not supposed to be shipping a steam mop this hard during this episode, but it really is. It's like a lot better for the environment because again, you can clean and sanitize without any chemicals or extra products or anything. So once you buy your steam mop, like that's it, you don't have to buy any regular cleaner for it. Like there are these little scent pods that you can buy for it. Um, in all honesty, I think ours came with maybe three of the scent pods and you like slide it in to like the fabric cover and it does, it smells fantastic. Um, but we have not bought anymore. Like I think we only used one of them and it takes forever to dissolve. Um, and so like it makes it smell good and stuff, but you don't have to buy again, any other like harsh chemicals or cleaning products or anything like you just have the steam mop and you put water in it and that's it. It's literally so easy, but again, it cleans and sanitizes your floors. So yeah, there are a lot of like other things that you could add to your cleaning routine and that appliance wise you could get in order to make your cleaning routine even more eco-friendly. But these are just kind of the tips that I've been using for years and that helped me a lot. I shouldn't even really say tips like this is just my cleaning routine in a nutshell. And again, most of these things are just making adjustments to your current cleaning routine, like using less laundry detergent, using vinegar instead of the fabric softener, like using the cold water in your washing machine instead of hot or, you know, low temp on your dishwasher. So I wanted these tips to be like stuff that anybody could do without having to run out and buy a million different products. But, you know, after this, if you go out and buy some, you know, all-purpose cleaning concentrate and flour sack towels, you know, it's not going to be the worst thing in the world and it will save you money in the long run. So yeah, I hope that this helped you just get some new ideas on how to shake up your cleaning routine and not only save yourself money and hopefully simplify your cleaning routine a little bit, but also just be a little bit better on the environment. And if you listen to this episode or maybe you took down some notes or something and you're a little bit overwhelmed on what to do first or like what to, you know, what to tackle first in terms of like changing and trying to like cut back on your current products. I highly suggest you just use my method and make one small change at a time. So if you're like, okay, I want to do all of these, but I don't want to have all of these changes and overwhelm myself at once. Just pick like one thing this week and then next week if you feel comfortable with the change and if you have already added the last thing to your routine and it feels like natural already, then make another change, you know. 
It's just like with just about everything else when it comes to eco-friendly living, you need to give yourself a lot of grace and not really expect yourself to be able to make a million changes overnight because then you're just going to get burnt out. You're not really going to be able to keep up with anything. So it's really better if you let yourself have time to adjust and you make, again, like one to two small changes at a time. So yeah, I hope that this helped. I hope you have some ideas on how to shake up your cleaning routine. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Unrooted Mama podcast. And until next time.